I'm out there, I'm sitting on these rocks, like these volcanic rocks on the ocean, looking out, and I'm just like looking at the sun, like setting, and I'm like, I fucking did it. Like, this wow. is after the tour. I was like, I fucking, like, I could even hear my grandma talking to me. Like, she passed away a while ago. Uh-huh. But, like, I was, I was even like talking to her. I was like, you know, did you think I was going to make it? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, but did you think I was going to make it doing this? She's like, no. I didn't <laughs> that. Like, it was just, it was crazy. Like, yeah. That, but that, at that moment, I was like, okay. But then after that, it's like back to work. Hot breath. Hello. You know what time it is. Hot breath. <sighs> this is your favorite host, Joel Byers, and welcome to the Hot breath all my hot brethren and sisterin. Today's episode features our first repeat guest with the one and only Clayton English. Yes, last comic standing champ, Clayton English, from right here in Atlanta. The first time we talked... It was over a year ago, it was before the show had even been aired, so he couldn't really talk about it too much, so we got a nice backstory on Clayton and how he developed into the successful comedian he is and defied all odds, so if you're a fan of Clayton, I highly recommend you going back in the Hot Breath catalog and listening to the first interview to get a lot of context for what we talk about on this episode. He is a truly inspirational story, a truly highly touted comedian as this interview you will certainly learn about what all that means um hmm. but definitely thank you for supporting this podcast if you enjoy this episode if you've enjoyed others i may recommend you leaving an itunes review last week i challenged you and i was said the first person to leave an itunes review will get a free hot breath t-shirt now all of you rushed to your computers and went directly to anywhere but itunes So now I'm up in the stakes and saying that anybody that leaves an iTunes review between this episode and next week's episode will get a free Hot Breath t-shirt. Whether you're based out of here in Atlanta or you're one of my listeners, I see you out there in LA and New York and Chicago and Seattle and even in Tennessee, all over the place, I'll ship you one for free. Just leave an iTunes review and hit me up on social media at Joel Byers Comedy. There's links to all that as well on my website, joelbyerscomedy.com, where you can see my schedule for all the shows I do, including my weekly show at Java Monkey Indicator called Funny Monkey that was just voted Creative Loafing's best local comedy show. So even if you're out of Atlanta, leave an iTunes review, then come out to the show and pick up your free Hot Breath shirt. And if you're on my website and you see this awesome portrait I have in my logo, that is done by the one and only comedy artwork. This guy is a super comedy fan and a super incredible artist. Just go to to his website, comedyartwork.com, or follow him on social media, at Comedy Artwork. You can see he's done everything from stuff with Forbes. He's done work with uh, Funny or Die. He's even in the middle of doing stuff with the Ringer Podcast Network right now. And besides just the plethora of comedians he works with, So definitely give him a shout. Tell him to give you the hot breath special. He'll be sure to take care of you. If you like hot breath, you're also going to like Comedy Binge. All my OG listeners know what Comedy Binge is. That is the world's first online comedy festival, and it's taking place right here in Atlanta at Relapse Theater. And now, for being such a supportive audience of hot breath, you and only you can get an exclusive 20% off deal on tickets to this by going to comedybench.co forward slash stream using promo code HOTBREATH. All one word. The festival takes place October 29th. It's a -a one-of-a-kind event that has never been done before. And if you like supporting comedy causes like Hot Breath, definitely support Comedy Binge. Some OG friends of me. And of course... I gotta say, listen, I told you about comedy artwork to get your graphic design game up, whether you want portraits or flyers done. He's done both for me. Check out my social media to just see the quality of the work. Comedy Binge, that's an awesome online festival. If you're in the festival and listening, congratulations. If you're not, 
still go to the festival. Festivals are great networking opportunities. It's going to be a great opportunity to meet a lot of great comedians like headliner Rob Hayes, who's been on Last Comic Standing, Comedy Central, etc., etc. Amazing opportunity. And if you want to up your comedy skill game, I recommend Highwire. I teach a stand-up class there. We also teach sketch. We teach improv. They have amazing amazing shows going on there from sketch and improv to even they have a great good evening tonight show that I was just the first guest on there this past weekend hilarious political show you know how ridiculous politics are now go see a live show that is very well written and well represented in Atlanta comedy and it's a highway just moving to a 7,000 square foot facility just go just to see it for yourself you know they always are incorporating stand-ups into their sketch shows and everything with people doing sets throughout the shows so this is definitely an all-in-one comedy stop for atlanta comedy so howardcomedy.com today i know that sounded like advertisements but these are my sponsors, and the only reason I have them as my sponsors is because I think you can benefit from what they provide. So if one or any of them you found of interest, reach out to them. It, it'll do nothing but help enhance your career. And this interview, I think, will help enhance your career. I'm talking to one of comedy's bests out there right now, and I really get a good in-depth look into not only just his experience at Last Comic Standing to you know his goals now, and we even break down some jokes. I know you guys like to hear the inner workings of some of these comedians, so definitely went there for you. And uh, it's a, a high-energy interview, uh, the, the first of its kind here on Hot Breath. So I think all there is to do, speaking of that, is to inhale a hot breath with Clayton English. Can't get high and, and people are like, oh, I'm going to get high and do this interview. And I'm like, I would get high instead of doing the interview. Like, that's how I get down. There's no high end for me. It's high end. Right. Is what it is for me. <laughs> that's the end. That's, that's the end, man. Mm -hmm. But I know you, when we, when we talked last time, you're like, you know, I'm one of these people that the weed doesn't keep me from working. You know, it you can, can just do it. it would you, would you smoke uh, before last comic standing? Did you do anything like that? Um, well, you know what? Like, it really didn't have time. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So, like, I might get up early in the morning. Like, first of all, I'm, I'm, I'm on the West Coast, so I'm still on East Coast time. Right, so right. So I wake up at 6, like, like clockwork out there. Mm -hmm. So I'm up at 6, I might go smoke a blunt, look, watch the sun come up, all the stuff like that. And then after that, you know, we don't start probably till about 11 or so. By that time, it's wore off, and then you're not taping till about cool. The evening, so four or five. So, you know, it's, yeah. But It's just like you want to fantasize, like, oh, Clayton won last comic standing, and he was high the whole time, man. Mm -mm. He's <laughs> no, 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 no. It's like I, I went to work. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, how do you smoke? You know, most yeah. people smoke, like, they smoke before they go to work, maybe. Right, right, or they right. smoke when they get home from work. Right, so right. it's either before or after. I go to work, and I come home and be like, ah, rough day. Yeah. Rough day. It's, it wasn't a rough day for you, though. You won. I mean, it was still rough, but. I mean, you kind of coasted though. You killed every time, really. But how would how would I know that? See, this is the thing people don't know. I saw nobody. We, you you didn't see other people's sets. Yeah. So you didn't see anybody's set. So I'm just biased, I guess, because yeah. it was you. And we're well, like Atlanta I, comedy. <laughs> but you were too. You were repping Atlanta comedy the whole time. You in the finals, you had the backdrop of the city, man. Yeah. What is? But it was a lake in there. Is there a lake in? I don't know. I haven't really spent that much time to see my part. Like. <laughs> Yeah, I felt like the geography was off. The skyline was perfect. It was absolutely <laughs> right. But I was like, this lake right here? Where is this? You have to put that in your rider next time. I'm pretty sure there is a lake. I need to go see it. Yeah. <laughs> I, never did. I was like, what place is this? What is this, Detroit? <laughs> what is this, Chicago? This is on the coast? Yeah. No, but it's cool. What's so dope about us sitting down now, first off, you're the first repeat on Hot Breath. Come back. I got to say that. You come back, boomerang. Back to Came back. right back at you. Yeah, man, because we had to sit down again because you... <laughs> The first time we talked, this was a little over a year ago, and we're sit, there was there was kids running around in the background. Was that little, was that, I don't know what that was. I don't, I don't, I don't know. You call like, it a daycare. It was. I, 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 Joe was running a little bootleg daycare <laughs> center. He was supposed to be watching the kids, but he's really making podcasts in the back, and he's letting <laughs> these kids free for all. She was like Lord of the Flies out there, man. So we, 
well, when we're when I'm interviewing you, then this is before you can even talk about last comic standing, and all you say is like it's it's going to be a good year. It's going to be a good year. That's all, that's it. That's all you can. Was this say. after I taped it? This was after. This I taped is it, after right? you taped oh, okay, before okay. it yeah, started. Yeah. And I was worried about like like I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to miss right. out any funds or of course winnings. Yeah, or yeah. Prizes that might have been. So know. when we're talking in the interview, you're talking about like you know. One month, it'll be great. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm doing comedy. This is awesome. And then another month, you're like, I may die because I don't have any money. Yeah, yeah, like, that's yeah. where you were in your career when we yeah, talked last time. Yeah. So, and that was just a little over a year ago. So how, man, how has it changed in that oh, year? Man, is I'm about to die from overworking myself. So <laughs> I mean, like, like, as long as you're on the brink of death and you're doing right. what you love, you should be. No, but um, right. I feel good about it, man. It's just like all I wanted was a chance at more work. Like, when I went mm -hmm. into the last comic stand, I just wanted to, you know, I felt like, okay, if you get in the top 10, you should be able to get a little bit more work. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, you right, should at least right. be able to. So that was my goal, just to try to get in there to get a little more work. And mm -hmm. winning the whole thing, like, my agent, he asked me, he's like, how many weeks you want to work out of the year? And I was like, how many weeks is it? Like, 52? Give me 50. Like, I need to work as many as possible. Dang. And I think he gave me, like, 48. I wound up probably working, like, maybe 46, though. And some stuff might get dropped off if, if other stuff comes in. But, yeah. Dude, and, like, no you... The the last comic standing tour alone, you did like seventy shows in ninety days or something like 76, that. Seventy six, yeah, seventy six in ninety days. We cranked it, we cranked it. Shout out to everybody that was on the tour with me too, man. Dominique, Ian Bag, Andy Erickson, Michael Palisak. Mm -hmm. Like, we did it. That was like a, I mean, because it's you do a show, then you go home to the hotel for a little bit, load that bus up at one in the morning, you drive into the next place, you unless the place is close, and then you can. You know, just drive in the morning, but yeah. You're on the tour bus though. You're yeah, not tour in bus. the Volvo cruise. No, 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 no more Volvo. You got they, rid of the Volvo? No, it's still there. You still have the it's Volvo. It's still there. It's still there. Did you still get another it's car? Still cranks. <laughs> it's still cranks. I don't drive it, but okay. You still have it for like sentimental value. I mean, I still have it, man. Like you know what I'm saying? Like ideally, I put that bitch in a movie, wouldn't I? Right, you know what right, I mean? Right, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, it's just probably gonna get sold because the homeowners association is probably gonna be like get this shit out the fucking yard. But no, I haven't got, I have got a new car and it's more my mom's car. I just let her drive it. That's what's up, man. Yeah, because two hundred fifty grand, you know, that's the the prize money. And I wrote, and I, you know, you know, she used to let me use her car to go all types of shows. So I put quite a few miles on her. So it's mm -hmm. only right I get her back. You know, absolutely, so, man. Yeah. yeah, she's also your like your manager now too, right? Uh, not my manager. She's my. Uh, Executive assistant, I think that's the title she gave herself. Okay, but really, she just books my flights and you know, <laughs> she handles that stuff. But no, she's good, she's good, she does a great job. You brought her on the team, she needed to be. Yeah, she got laid off a few years of like, probably like two, three years before that. Oh, yeah, like probably about two years. And yeah, she just was, she wasn't really doing nothing, you know. What'd she get laid off from? She was working at IBM. Oh, okay, so yeah, she got laid off from there. And no, she was just kind of at the house chilling and not really I was like, well, you might as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, Bring the mama. Yeah, help. <laughs> was that something you had like told her one day? Like one day when I get to a certain level, I'm going to kind of bring you along with me? Was that some goal you had? Well, no, but you know, you always tell your mom you want to take care of her. You, yeah. get you know what I'm saying? When mm -hmm. I, you know, I'm going to get you something when I, when I can. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> but I need you to give me this <laughs> right now. So you I need know. to make an investment. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but. Yeah, no, nah, like, she always looked out, and so, like, yeah, but, you know, my mom would always be like, okay, you gotta, you know, when you get older, you gotta buy your mommy a Jaguar. This is like right. when I was a little kid, I'm like, right, no, right. like, all right, why would you, but I get it. You yeah, know, that, for my mom, it's a just, Land Rover. See, they just want to so be taken care of. Yep. That's, that's their the way of saying it. That's their best way of saying it. They just want, mm -hmm. hey, when you get on, don't shit on me, son. Don't that's, forget yeah, about where you right, came from. Right, right, Physically came right, from. I'll right. show you the scars if you forget it. <laughs> there you go, yeah. <laughs> How did the money break down? Because it was 250 grand, but Get like, out my pockets, Joel. Stop. What? Get out my pockets. Okay, no, this way. No, this way. No, 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 no. It's, okay, so there's... Because it took a while to get it, too. Yeah, like, like they break. So there's, there's, the there's winnings, there's your prize, there's prize money, <laughs> right? Then there's your development deal money. Okay. And then there's a nut, like, I, for, I know it was prize money and something else, and then development deal money. So it was like broke down three different ways. So, like, okay. the prize money that came first. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, the taxes on that was, you know. It's another bracket. Yeah, but I'm just saying, it's like, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. And then, but yeah, so it came and then 
it was good though because when I wasn't making money, I was doing the last comic standing tour. Right. And that was just money coming in. And mm-hmm. you had per diem. They took care of everything. So, right. Yeah, like I've I've seen about the first hundred thousand. Yeah, okay. And I'm not yeah. I'm not trying to No, I know. I know people in, want to know, but I just But it's because I mean I I almost ask because I want people to understand, like, they see these TV shows and people winning this quote money. But they don't right, understand, right, right. like, you don't win, and then you go backstage, and they're like, oh, here's a briefcase full of 250 grand. It's a process. Like, you get it in pieces. I, I felt partly like I was being, like, punished for how I do my bill collector. Like, <laughs> now I had turned into the bill collector. Like, right, I'm calling right. them like, hey, can you pay anything? What can you put down on it? Right, right, right. Just send me about... What, can I put you down for two hundred dollars a week? That, <laughs> like, With interest, you got to right, start charging right. them interest. Oh, you got a break? No, we good. We good. You paranoid? No, I smell. Oh, I thought the stove was still on. Yeah. Hey, let me go ahead and give you this water too, in case you get caught in mouth. That's for you. You got your own water, man. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I like, man. Look at this shit, man. <laughs> Caffeinate your ears with the hot breath. Podcast. He got his own water, people. Yes. He got his own water. <laughs> I don't know where they sell it, but he got it. He just pulled it out of his pocket, too. I don't even know what kind of fancy. You know, I'm just playing. Thank you. You got to be on the show to get the water. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, see, this is why you need cameras, too, though. Yeah, you got to film it. then you show this, and then people right. know you got the water, and then you can sell the water. And you, oh, you know, I I mean, sell water. the water. I'm struggling selling T-shirts right now. I don't know if I could sell water. water everybody needs water. That's a good point. Not everybody needs a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Boom. About to go into the winter, T-shirts gonna be like, ah, I can't really wear it until they get. Yeah. So water. Water. That's a good idea, actually. So we're business. We're branding right oh, now. Oh man, I'm learning stuff now. It's show business. <laughs> what have you learned about it though? Um, a lot of the stuff I learned is that it's just uh, it's relationships, mm. and, like what people had, like. I'm in clubs I've never been to before that I wasn't getting booked at before. Mm-hmm. And that's partly because of the relationship that my agent has with these places and his reputation. And, of course, the last comic standing thing. But when you have somebody that puts you in the... It's, it's hard to come from the ground. Like, when somebody vouches for you, it's, it's you can move a little bit more lateral. Yeah, man. It's not necessarily this, this hey, um, here's my tape. And then you never, because I got tired of doing that with clubs. I send tapes, and you send tapes, and then you, oh, well, yeah, that was good. Can you, and you keep sending them, and you never hear nothing back from them. You send them, you email them, you send, and I just stopped doing it. Mm. Like, I stopped doing competitions. I was like, I'm going to work on getting good. Yeah. And, and you mean, we're talking about, this is like an over 10-year grind to get to this point where you are now. This yeah. is not some, like, yeah, it's not some overnight, like, because some people won last, have one last comic standing, and they've been doing it, like, two, three years, yeah, yeah, and they yeah. weren't ready. Yeah. So yeah. now I think that's why it's, and yours got, is sustaining, yeah. And I got to shout out um, Wanda Sykes and Paige Horowitz, just mm. the way they made it this year. Like, um, mm-hmm. we didn't have any of that reality show stuff, and I know some of the people, like, you know, I guess fans of the show, they, they missed that. But I'm like, that's what I'm glad we didn't have. Like, I was yeah. worried about that aspect. Once I found out it was just comedy, I was like, me and the audience, that's what I do. Let's yeah. Like, yeah. So. <laughs> you hitting the road this much, there's got to be so many crazy stories of experiences. I mean, I just, I saw one year, somebody made you chocolate with your face on it. Oh, yeah, chocolate like, strawberries. The fans yeah, are crazy. Yeah. Like, you got to have a crazy road story. Um, I mean, we got hit in the bus. Uh-huh. We were driving. Our bus driver, he was cool, but he would also, you would catch him doing shit he's not supposed to be doing while he's driving the bus. Like texting? Like or? eating a bowl of chili. <laughs> Two hands? Yes. Like eating a bowl <laughs> of chili while he's driving, man. Like you driving the bus, man. And like we would lay down and like when we would be asleep, I swear like just the movement, it didn't feel, I was like, we can't be on any major interstate right now. Mm-hmm. Not these bumps. <laughs> like there's no way. Like we got to be on somebody's lawn right now. <laughs> But we got hit one night. Yeah. And he really did the right thing and everything. I mean, it wasn't his fault. They, you know, somebody swerved over because they didn't see an accident up ahead. So it was all, mm-hmm. we felt that shit. Like, yeah. But you also saw how sturdy the bus was. And the bus driver got his, he got pickpocketed by some uh, loose women of the evening. Oh, <laughs> would he bring women back to the bus? No, he, they um. were outside the bus. We loading up the bus. They come up talking to him. She starts like grinding her ass on him. Mm. And then he leaves and he's like, she took $200 out of my wallet. And I'm like, 
first of all, what the fuck? That's your fault. You're out there being nasty. You know what I'm saying? What are you doing? We're getting ready to leave. You out here got this. I don't know. She looked very, you know, like, yeah. And then she disappeared into the evening. He was looking around. He was like, I should look. No, you shouldn't. You're not going to drive the bus around. Man. And look for no goddamn lady that took your fucking But yeah, it was. Even the bus driver has groupies. So, like, what about... Oh, he didn't have groupies. These ladies, oh. like, we saw them coming a mile away. They were trying to get to you, I guess. No, they weren't trying to get to me. They were, they were just out on the prowl, like, in this particular oh, city. Oh, okay. Like, it was after a baseball game, too. So, I just seen them talking to some other dudes, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Doing the same thing they were doing with him. So, I was like, okay, I know what this is. You had any fun run-ins, or... <sighs> you see that? You see the business picking up. What about, you know, the play? The play? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, what is the play? Well, they man? saw, they, no, they say business and pleasure or whatever. So I was just, that was really a segue into asking. I don't know. I mean, this really, like, I really don't do a lot of shit. Just work. Just work. And it's cool. Like, but I, I can do the stuff I want to do when mm -hmm. I want to do it. Like, if I want to go to a game, like, that's what I do sometimes too. Like, if I go to a place, like, I'm going to check out whatever, whatever's popping. They got mm -hmm. a sport thing. Okay, let's do that. I went to Syracuse game. I'm in Syracuse, you know, like. Mm -hmm. Try to pop up at whatever they had. I went and saw like I think like a a women's rugby thing at this one place. Yeah, that's cool. Kinda. Yeah. Kinda. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I feel it in my brain a little bit. It's like, uh, <laughs> yeah. So like I'm trying to focus now, but like it's hitting me like in the brain right now. <laughs> so like you said, I went to women's rugby. I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's what I went. <laughs> No, Maybe you win. Like, so yeah. I'm like, ooh, what happened? So let me let me try to No, don't be in your head. <laughs> be in this room. <laughs> if you edit this, you're just gonna do it raw. We'll just play it, yeah. We'll just play it. Because I, I used to I used to have to edit a lot. Be Why? Because my interviews were horrendous and I would just be like, um, so here's another question. <laughs> um, here's a different question. You did a lot of um did a lot of umming. You did a lot of so. So this is growth, though. I haven't yeah, really man. Heard any ums like that? You haven't numbered your questions. Yeah, this is episode. I mean, you know, I've done over fifty now. See, you're so in the game. It's 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 a lot like stand up, and you just the more you do it, the better you get at. No, it. you've been trying to get me to do it for a minute too, and I've been fucking crazy. Like, you've been like, working, man. But this is perfect timing because you just headlined a show at Red Clay. We're yeah. here in Atlanta for the yeah. Red Clay Festival. Yeah, so I'm here on a weekend. Yeah, dope, so Atlanta yeah. comedy. That's what this whole yeah, game's about, yeah, man. Let's get it. What's a moment you had with all your travels and everything? Like, what's a moment where you're like, oh, I made it? Like, and I know you're still working. I know you're still learning and developing. But, like, what's a moment you're like, wow, I've hit another level here? Hawaii. Okay. This was the end of the last comic standing tour. Our last show was in Hawaii. The mm -hmm. next day, I spent the whole day in Hawaii. Didn't have nothing to do. My flight left at, like, 8 or something that night. I'm out there, I'm sitting on these rocks, like these volcanic rocks on the ocean, looking out, and I'm just like looking at the sun, like setting, and I'm like, I fucking did it. Like, this wow. is after the tour. I was like, I fucking, like, I could even hear my grandma talking to me, like, she passed away a while ago. Uh -huh. But like, I was, I was even like talking to her. I was like, you know, did you think I was gonna make it? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, but did you think I was gonna make it doing this? She's like, no. I didn't <laughs> like, what? it was just, it was crazy. Like, yeah, that, but that, at that moment, I was like, okay. But then after that, it's like back to work. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, that moment right there, I was like, okay, cool. Now it's, you got to build off that. So you could physically hear her talking to you. Like you heard audibly. Not audibly, but it was definitely like in my mind. Like Wow. Like, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like everything was just so perfect. It was so beautiful and serene. Now this is Kauai too. So this is like the island where they shot Jurassic Park. Mm. So like this is, you know, you being like uh, just a tropical orchard you know what i'm saying like it's like a flower garden but it's all these plants you're never gonna see anywhere else and mm -hmm. i'm just there kicking it and just being out there like yeah i heard a click like, yeah. congratulations oh yeah well, thank you. but now it's back to work so like what it, what does that entail now for you it's just uh just i gotta approach the tv like i did comedy that's mm. the next step you okay know, they fuel each other um I want to maximize my comedy. So I feel like that TV too, TV, movies, that's the other side of it. Like, I've treated comedy like a grind, like a craft. I've worked on it. I've, you know, practiced this repetition. It's all that. Like, if you want that same success, 
in other areas, you got to apply that same discipline, you know, even mm-hmm. if it's foreign to you. This shit was foreign to me at one point, but now it's like second nature, so, yeah. How about people, like, with TV projects, like, have you been in meetings where you're like, okay, Clayton, you're the man, you're the lead, this is what we got for you. You got a, a family, and you're going to be a school teacher, or whatever. No, no. None of that's like, happening Like, yet. the development deal is, is not really like that. It's, it's oh, okay. you develop it. Oh. Like, you Okay. And then what are you? They we, they not gonna they not like hitting you up like hey we got okay, got this. You're gonna be this guy. Right. This. None of that really. Like you know what I'm saying. You get my idea and then you get them intrigued. Then you start trying to put the pieces in. The, you need to start writing something. You get them. You know. Okay. Now I got this written. Okay. Well, you show it to somebody. Okay. We'll do that. Okay. Let me show it to this person. Now you got a person that likes it. And they got kind of the same mindset, and they're a writer, so they know how to write it for TV. So you get that person. Then you figure out, okay, well, what kind of show do I want it to be? So, you know, I got to get a showrunner, you know what I'm saying? So you start looking at, like, okay, this person worked on this show, and this is, I think my show should be kind of like this, so I think they got the same, you know, feel and vibe I do. So let me put them, and you you, you really want to, like, bring it to them all together, man. Mm-hmm. You gotta have everything. That's that's comforting to know though that you you have the power though. I mean, you do, but I mean, you're gonna take it to them and then they're gonna tell you what you can't do. You know what I mean? Nah, like nah. you know, and it, and it might take another direction. You know, but mm-hmm. the, the the whole goal is to, you know, give them something that they that, that's unique that's gonna hook them in. Yeah, and, and pull them in, and just keep pulling them in. So, what yeah. have you been working on in that direction? Uh, I got a couple things, man. Uh-huh. Okay, so I got a couple things. Got a couple man. of things. Couple things uh, no, nah, but I got a few things. Um, Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. I, I, hope, I hope some stuff comes through with them soon. Yeah. I've been a big fan of them anyway. And uh, yeah, so we'll see. Another another guest I've had on here, of course, is somebody you started with, Carlos Miller. Yeah. Who I've interviewed on here. Who he had two strippers with him. Uh, Did he? Yeah. That's, he, that's love. He that's called love. it his Rick James moment. That's uh, good. <laughs> Another reason I should be filming this, That's not for the water, good. but for no, when but for guests have. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. I, I didn't know there was a precedent set. Oh, I, I would have had some tings walking around. Oh, my bad, no, man. I didn't. I, I just walk into his place. There's two girls there. Oh, okay, you did it at his spot. Okay. I did it at his spot, and then he, he's just like, oh, "Man, should we pay these women to get naked?" And I was like, "Should you pay these women to get naked?" And then they did, and then they sat there naked. And I'm trying to interview him. He's doing the same thing you're doing right now. There's smoke in the air, and I'm trying Kitty. to. There's smoke in the, in the air and naked women. I'm trying to like focus and be like, well, tell me why you're the next Martin Lawrence. Wow, like all this is happening to my face. <laughs> I want to do it. I want to do that one. I didn't. Know. That's a whole new. I'm doing. That's what we doing from now on. Titties and talk. <laughs> yeah, he he was on Doug Benson's um, getting Doug with high. You got to get on there, man. Yeah, I would love to. Do that. You know, back in the day, me and Lowe's did a show with Doug Benson. Oh, really? We're at the same college. Like we had to drive there overnight. I had an asthma attack the night before. Dang. We smoked. We we got pulled over on the way by the police <laughs> on some racial profiling. I mm-hmm. know there was racial profiling because they had the bright light shining like across the highway. They're on the side of the highway. Wow. The whole light. So it's like you go through the light. And they're like, "What color are you?" Okay. And he got behind us. And then he was like, well, you know, there's a lot of human trafficking going on. I was, I was like, you mean like slavery? You said that to yeah, the cop? Yeah, I was like, that's what human trafficking is. <clears throat> right. I was like, you yeah. mean like, like slavery? Like, they, they stealing people and they, and they hauling people? He's like, yeah, you'd be surprised. I was like, not really. Wow, man. You got off, though, I guess. You, you survived. No, we didn't have nothing in the car, man. Mm-hmm. We had smoked earlier, but, like, he tore the car up looking for everything and he didn't find nothing. I had was sick, so I kept spitting up like mucus. Mm. But I was spitting it in like this like McDonald's bag. Like, you know what I'm saying? That we had from the trip. So like I saw him like digging the bag thinking he was gonna find oh. all this mucus on his hand. Oh. Like he just like used all the sanitizer we had in the car and he came back and he was pissed. Wow. He had to let us go. We didn't have nothing. What I what I smoked I, it on the way up. What I love about your comedy and watching you headline the uh, first show at Relapse last night for Red Clay, and see, I hadn't seen you do like a headliner set in a while. And when I interviewed you the first time, I was like, you know, you, you do a lot of weed material. Like, do you feel like you want to start straying away from that? And you were totally, you're like, no, I mean, I talk about what I know. But seeing you last night, you're, you talk about weed a little bit and like maybe sex some, but like the majority of it was like politics and like social commentary on like race and everything. You had an amazing joke 
about um, getting pulled over by the police and you're like, we're scared of each other now. Like we're looking in the rearview yeah. mirror at each other. <laughs> he gets on the intercom, I'll let you go if you let me go or whatever. I don't want to butcher the joke. No, but, but you did. Yeah, I totally did. But no, I mean, that's just something that's a moment. Like, yeah. I don't even know if that joke could happen right now and it's fucked up that it has to have, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, I, I can't not talk about this shit. Like, right. And I've had, you know, probably people like, that, that that have told me, you know, you can't, well, you know, this person, you can't really, well, I, I probably need to say it the most then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Was it mainly white people? Is that? No, I mean, I, I've heard it from black people. I've heard it from like, so people have told me, well, well, this kind of city, you know, it's not really. And I'm like, okay, but you'll hear from white people too. Like, yeah. So are you trying to steer your material more into like maybe sending a message and really start to try to make yeah, a man, difference? You got, I mean, I feel if, if I, if I say it on stage, one is 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 because I think it's funny. Two, it I think it's a point that, that other people aren't making. Like if, mm. if like if this is how we're gonna if this is the society we're gonna be in now where everything is just little all you gotta do is say something smart and say something slick and it's taken as fact, okay. Let's fucking do that. Like mm-hmm. I'm a fucking comedian. That's what the <laughs> fuck we do. Like right. you wanna spin some shit, like they try to spin shit on it, and I'm like, come on man, like you can't keep hitting us with the same lines. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and, and, and at some point, if somebody doesn't start to deconstruct it and and like stop taking it at face value and being like, no, what you're saying is this, but what you really mean is this, or you're trying to cover for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, I don't know. I think more, you know, it's a lot of people out there that's so called woke, but it's a lot of people that's, that's that that think they're woke, but it's a way you got to go about doing shit. You know, you have to, if you want people to listen to you, you have to present it in a way where they can listen to it. And I know sometimes, like, my shows get uncomfortable. It get dark sometimes. You go there, yeah. And then, uh-huh. you know, you dig yourself in a hole, but you dig your way out. And mm-hmm. at the end of it, I think everybody feel better for it. Do you see yourself maybe thinking outside of comedy as well and maybe into more, like, social activism? No, not like that. I mean, like, hey, yeah. If y'all if y'all marching, I'll be out there sometimes. <laughs> Every now and then. It's not too hot. Yeah, okay. you know, but I'm not. No, nah, I do comedy. So, you know, it, now, now if you want to take what some of I'm saying in comedy and just look into it, if it makes you look into stuff further, if it mm-hmm. makes you be like, hey, okay, because I look at stuff from different points of view. And, you know. I, I see what stuff is, but we also know when people bullshit. Like I know bullshit in any language. Mm. It doesn't matter. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't. It, it, bullshit is the that shit is universal. I don't have to understand language. I can look at your your body movement. I can look at how your your, your posture is. You want that bullshit right now? That's okay. You know what I'm saying? Is that a big resource for your material? You're always scanning because we talked about. I keep referencing the the first interview. I don't know why, but if people haven't heard it, they should listen to it as a point of reference for just See, go how back far and get you've that, come. Yeah, go ahead, listen to, yeah. to that one. But and um, listen to how far you've come too. Cause, yeah. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> oh, saying ums and ahs and stuff. <laughs> you said that. I didn't, but no, you good. Yeah, I mean, we're all getting better here. You. What you said, what you said in that interview was that um, there's the um. I gotta be real. I totally forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> just you that fuck, quick. Yeah, you, you yeah, killed me, man. Go back to what you were saying. You said, "Do I scan the audience?" For oh, you you look for a, you said you look for a lot of material in conversation, and like when you get a laugh in conversation, you'll take it to the stage. Are you looking for like you said like bullshit? If something comes off as bullshit, is that like kind of where your material is coming from now? Yeah, sometimes because it's like okay. You said this, how can I, like, I'm looking at everything because you mm-hmm. got to mine everything for material. Now. Right. So, yeah. And I guess also, like, I'm I'm not even around people that much other than doing shows. So mm-hmm. those few hours, that's, that's the most interaction I might have with people when I'm in a town because I'm not, you know, I'm not out there like that. I'm not going to be at the mall. I'll, unless the club is in the mall. Then I'm right, the right, mall yeah. The whole, the whole <laughs> weekend. But, yeah, like, the... I don't know. I forgot what you asked to. No, no, now we're See, forgetting. I'm blown. Now we're forgetting. No, no, no. It must be crazy, though, in just a year's time to go from, like, just trying to scrape by 
to now booked week after week after in front of in front of audiences, not nightclubs with people smoking hookah and texting. Like these are comedy shows. Yeah. Like, are you overwhelmed? Like, what is this? Is what you prepare for? It's just better. Yeah, and that's what they come for. They come for the show, so the show has to be different. And then when you come back and you do a smaller show, you might have to make an adjustment. A packed comedy club show, and you come and you do like a, a bar show or a lounge show. It's a different feel. You know, mm-hmm. there's a certain level of different stuff. You up there for an hour. That stage is big. You got to use that whole stage. You know, you come to some a smaller venue and. You know, you might have to shrink it down some. You know what I'm saying? Because otherwise, it's bigger than what you're in right now. Perform for the room, like accordingly. You adjust your yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's animation and all that. uh, I mean, it can be the animation, but it can also just be you know, like some places is super tight. Like you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like if you an act out person and you do these strong act outs, you're gonna kick somebody in the face. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like. But your act outs, dude, like watching you last night, your act outs have hit a new level. I mean, is that something you're aware of and that you were trying to work on? Yeah, just trying to make a show, you know? Uh-huh. Like, you gotta, that's, I mean, that's how it, I've been anyway. Like, that's how me and my friends used to joke around. You know right, what I'm right, saying? right, like, yeah. Like, we gonna talk about you, we gonna make fun of you. Like, yeah. like this, you walk like this, you know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, you, you, you do that shit, so. And plus, it's just you wanna give them a show. Mm-hmm. They come to the comedy club. They want to see you. They saw you on the show. You gotta, you know, it has to be. They have to be taking that. You gotta paint that picture. They'll they'll ride with you. They'll go wherever the fuck you take them. But it's up to you how much you show them. How do you take them there? Like, is it just confidence and stage time? Do you have any pointers on how to take them to that point? If you're talking about something, you gotta be. You gotta show them how you see it in your mind. Mm. So, if it's funny to you, it's funny enough for you to go up there, take it to the stage, then you have to present it to the way that you saw it. You know what I mean? So that they'll go with you. And then it's up to you how much you show them. You know, how descriptive are you? Mm-hmm. Or are you too descriptive? How fast did you get to the point? Can you show them how you feel? You know, can you show them how you felt in this moment? It's just a lot of factors to it, but everybody has a different recipe for themselves. Right. So you just have to figure it out. And I mean, it's a it's a constant working process. It don't stop. Yeah, that's what I was trying to get into the the recipe. You know, yeah, I mean, it's a different recipe. Like it's mm-hmm. everybody, but it's certain ingredients that certain recipes need. You know what I mean? Like a detail, point of view, an act out. Like. Or, yeah, it's, it's, it could be, you know, if you're supposed to be making, I don't know, if you're supposed to be making whatever this casserole is, it's some casserole, and it says, you know, you need to put, you need flour, you need cheese, you need an egg, you need two cups of salt or whatever, whatever and you don't put the salt in there, mm. it's going to be fucked up. Mm. You got everything else in there, but it's not what it was supposed to be because you didn't put the right, seat. so it might just be once, you know what I'm saying? You might need to take a word out. You might need to add another one. You might need to, you know, put the punchline further away. You might need to put it close. You might need to make the premise clear. It's, it can always be something that you just, you know, yeah, you play you, with. You have, you have that joke about getting pulled over by the police and him finding, like, a roach. And then he pulls you out of the car and it's sitting on the police car and it ends up, you like eat the roach and like, yeah. then you go, I'm not going to butcher another one of your jokes. No, you already did. But, no, but, the, but like, so for that joke. Joel Lipton in the uh, comic studio. <laughs> this motherfucker is, uh, <laughs> I remember one time you told a joke about a pair of slacks. <laughs> The joke was amusing to me because I had on slacks at the time. And <laughs> fucking with you, I'm fucking with you. Right. Is, it, is that too no. far? Should I not out? No, That's no, just, no, I was no, using no. that joke as a point of reference for maybe like the recipe. No, 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 no. No, I was just fucking with you. Yeah, it worked. That shit was funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, because a lot of people Joe are listening. Lipton. No, because I like, the, I like talking shop. That's what people don't get. Like, I yeah. like talking shop. And I find like, that my listeners like to hear shop, especially from somebody... You know, yeah. I mean, yeah, no, no, I, heat, I know, man. I know, I, li- I like to talk shit, so uh-huh. but I like to talk shop, so like I just be fucking with you, but no, that joke, like, 
Would you ask about it? Because you can you can see when you were talking about that joke, I could see you standing by the car. <laughs> I could see you sitting in the car and the cops showing up. So like, what are what are po- parts of the recipe that bring that visualization? You just you just you everybody's seen that at some point. Either you saw it because you drove past it, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. or you saw it because it was you, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. or you saw it because you was in the passenger seat while the other person. So everybody, so it's, it's a quick point, and then you you set where you you gotta you know you just set the tone for jokes. Sometimes you gotta you gotta it don't have to be one way the whole time. You can speed up, you can slow down. It's really up to you. So like on jokes like that, you might just want to slow down. So you paint the picture better. You describe everything to it. Where are you? From the South Georgia. Country ass town. Mm. Okay, so now that, that's the setting. You know what I mean? It's a police officer pulling you over. This is, you know. I know I'm going to jail. Because I can tell he don't even have lips. He's so pissed off his lips are gone. Like, so you know what I'm saying? So you know the situation I'm in now. Now it's, oh shit, I'm probably going to jail for sure. So, you know, it's little things like that to just, you know, set the mood right. Mmm. Mmm. Okay. That's that shop talk. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right, cool. I, I won't hold you hostage much longer than no, I know. you're good. So we, we talked about, you know, where you've come from, where you are. I mean, maybe as a point of reference, maybe where you're going, because I referenced Carlos Miller earlier, who you started out comedy with. Now you guys are doing this awesome podcast. 85 South Show podcast. 85 South, man. Did you plug a podcast on a podcast? Yeah, on I will. Podcast? It's an Atlanta podcast. 85 South Show. Yeah. 85 South Show, the podcast. It's me. Carlos, DC, Young Fly. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's, it's stupid. It's, it's it is crazy. stupid, but it's, it's entertaining. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. It's, it's stupid because it's just raw jokes. We chase jokes down the whole time. <laughs> like, we've had to let our female guests know, hey, man, yeah. don't feel upset if you get cut off or you don't finish your thought. It's not that nobody didn't want to hear it. You said something funny or stupid, and we chased that shit down yeah. in the name of comedy. You know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, once they realize that, now they're a lot more cool. And now it's just, yeah. But Yeah, I highly recommend it. There's a lot of good podcasts here in Atlanta. So 85 South is definitely one yeah, of them. It's like, a, it's like a fight club for comedy. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, you there's no in, direction. There's just talented just, comics. <laughs> just let's see if we find it. Sometimes we don't. But we have fun either way. Uh, sometimes you're like, what are they doing right now? But, What's Why am I listening to this? But it pans out, though. It if does. If it does take a dip, it's going to come back around. You're right. It's always something. Because that's some of the, the hottest talent. was when D.C. and Emmanuel Hudson was going back and forth. Again. Yeah, <laughs> roasting each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, he wouldn't give up. <laughs> yeah, I need to get both of them on here now that you say that. Mm-hmm. Make that happen for the Atlanta podcast. But um yeah, and you and Carlos, you know, you've been working together for over the years. You guys working on like a TV show or something? You guys trying to join forces? Oh yeah, man. We always, you know, like we always got something cooking. Mm-hmm. So you know, beyond the eighty-five South show, we got some stuff coming. I'll take it to that. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> what? What is? What's? What's the? Uh, what's the? The goal now, man? You're starting to actually get that power and that like influence behind you where do you want to steer this energy man what's what do you envision man let's keep doing comedy let's keep doing this until it's you know there's a lot of good blueprints out there do i want to be like anybody no you know but if it comes to making money you know it's not some bad examples out there mm-hmm. kevin hart comes to mind right Jerry seinfeld comes to mind mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying when it comes to the bread that is that you're able to get out there, so you know, Amy Schumer comes yeah. to mind. Louis C.K. You know, when it comes to getting this bread, even Cat Williams is with. I don't with all he has going on. He's, you know, <laughs> he's still a brand. Uh, but yeah. now that you got to think in that direction, Clayton English is no longer well, just a comedian. Money. He's yeah. a brand. Am I? So, like, are you thinking, like, Kevin Hart? I want to have my own shoes. I want to have my own clothing line. I want to have my own TV show. Like, what are Speak into existence. Clothes. My own clothes will be clothes that fucking fit me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm a tall dude, and there's yeah. none of this shit. Mm-mm. I feel you on that. I can't wear none of this skinny stuff. Is all that Zara shit? That's not for, like you gotta go get the custom shit. Like I don't know mm-hmm. where the NBA players get that shit from, but I don't want to wear that shit either. My ankles don't look right. <laughs> My ankles ain't right to be out there in no Cam Newton pants. Yeah, you made it. You now wear jeans that are pre-torn. So like you've made it, dude. 
You know what? These jeans yeah. were expensive. Yes. You've earned <laughs> You've earned it though, man, and it's well deserved and your hard work has paid off and now you can actually start to just create your own empire, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm working on. So just don't forget TV about shows. me. TV on, shows, man. movies. Come on, man. Yeah. Get your shit together. Cartoons. Be ready when it comes. All right, man. It's coming, man. It's a whole wave of shit. Let's do it, man. Well, Let's thank do it. Fuck with me. Clayton English, man. Before we get out of here, is there anything else you want the world to know? Yeah. Um, let the world know that uh, I'm out here. I'm out here. Clayton English on everything. All your social media. 85 South Show. We drop one on Fridays. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Clayton English on everything. ClaytonEnglish.com. That also lets you know where I'm going to be. All my shows coming soon. I'm coming to an area near you. So be on the lookout. You have a website now? Yeah. Good, because like, when we talked last time, you're like, I don't know anything, yeah, well, social media. I, did, I still don't, but I'm trying to get better. I got to take this call. We'll follow him. He's taking a call. Thank you so much, Clayton English. Let's go. <laughs> you're stupid. Good shit, though. You probably called yourself. All right, yes, Clayton, thank you for answering my call for being on the podcast. Thank you, listeners, for yet again tuning in to another Hot Breath episode. Your time is greatly appreciated, so please... Just spend a couple more minutes with me on this outro. Some of you like to leave, but hey, I got an opportunity for you to win a free Hot Breath t-shirt, so why not stick around to hear how you get to do that? But if you like Atlanta comedy, I highly recommend the world's first online comedy festival. Comedy Binge is going down right here at Relapse Theater on October 29th. And just you, for being a listener of Hot Breath, Hot Brethren and Sistren, if you will, you can get 20% off tickets to this one-of-a-kind event by going to comedybinge.co forward slash stream using promo code HOTBREATH. All one word. <sighs> Hot breath. All one word. You get 20% off. You know, if you're in the festival, congratulations. If you didn't make the cut, go to the festival anyway. It's going to be a great time. And if you're not based out of Atlanta... This is live streamed, people. This is the world's first online comedy festival. Be a part of history. Go to comedybench.co forward slash stream. Use promo code HOTBREATH. Get 20% off and be a part of history. Thank you so much. That's all I got to say about that. You know, Comedy Binge has been a supporter of us for a long time, and I'm always happy to put them out there in the hot breath of Of course, you can support me by going to my website, there's links to all my social media, at Joel Byers Comedy is my social media. My website is joelbyerscomedy.com. On there, you can see my schedule for all the shows I do, including Creative Loafing's best local comedy show, Funny Monkey at Java Monkey, Indicator, happening every Wednesday at 8.30. Come out and support, and just see what all the hype is about. And pick up your free t-shirt. Of course... I must also say, if you're on my website, you will see an amazing portrait I have done. It was a digital illustration done by Comedy Artwork, an amazing not only comedy fan, but just illustrator in general. Go to ComedyArtwork.com or follow at Comedy Artwork on social media. You can see work he's done for me. He's done a portrait. He's done a flyer for my new show. Well, my newly awarded show that I decided, hey, it's time to get a new poster for this. He completely changed the face of the show. It is, It just pops now. I'm so excited to be showing you guys that. And he's worked with everything from Funnier or Die to Forbes. I mean, this, just go to his website, comedyartwork.com, and then ask him to give you the Hot Breath special, and he'll hook you up. He loves Hot Breath, and if you're a fan of Hot Breath, you're a fan of comedy artwork. And you're also a fan of High Wire Comedy Company because this is Atlanta's only one-stop shop for sketch, improv, and stand-up all under one roof in a 7,000-square-foot comedy complex. You may have heard me interview Ian Covell, the owner of High Wire, last week. Even, even if you're not going to sign for a class, just listen to that interview and just get a new perspective on the entertainment industry in Atlanta and just what we are building here. It is genuinely and truly something special, and Highwire is really claiming a big stake in that. So just go to their website, highwirecomedy.com, see their schedule for all their amazing sketch and improv. They have a great show called Good Evening Tonight I was featured on this past weekend. It is absolutely hilarious and so relevant to our political times. It's like a live daily show that, uh, 
I mean, words can't describe how much fun I had and how much I learned at this show. So big shout out to Highwire for really being on the cutting edge of comedy. And if you want to take a class, we do sketch, improv, stand-up. We have workshops as well. But we all have early bird specials going on right now. So just go to the website, highwirecomedy.com, and just see the deals. Sign up for a class. Really up your comedy game. I mean, what do you, what do you got to lose? You got you to gotta invest in yourself. That's something I learned like just very recently, just this year, is it to reinvest in your craft. And it really does pay dividends. So whatever you do with any of my sponsors or just podcasts, whether it's you just retweeting something I post about the podcast, a moment you like, perhaps a jolment you liked. Oh, jolment. Yeah, jolment. Hashtag jolment. I think we just create a, a hashtag. Here, ladies and gentlemen, whether it, your favorite Joelman of this one be when uh, Joel lost his place and Clayton laughed at him instead of helping um, due to a, uh, a certain brain uh, brain frequency failure. I don't know. It just there wasn't good ventilation in the room. That's all I'm going to say. But if that was your hashtag Joelment, let me know on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. I think that'll be a good way for us to interact because I couldn't do this without you. And I also couldn't do this without my engineer, Amon Garner. He has been helping me make these episodes sound crystal clear for over a year. And if you, a lot of people have been complimenting the production quality of this podcast. Amon Garner plays a huge role in that. So if you want, whether you have a podcast, a live show, he's worked both. He's traveled with some Atlanta comedians to out-of-town shows to help them with audio. He's helped with local podcasts as well. If you want to, you know, take your quality to the next level, hit up Amon Garner on Facebook. He's a huge Atlanta comedy fan, and he's hugely knowledgeable in this audio game. And, of course, I always thank my fiance, Erin Rogers. She made the theme song. She really set the tone for this podcast. So thank you, Bay. Thank you all who have said, oh, that's an awesome theme song. Or thank you to those who have just walked up and gone, hey, Joel, you are the true hot brethren. And you stuck around to the end of this intro slash outro. So now you get to know how you get a free hot breath shirt. Leave an iTunes review. It's as simple as that. Most of you are already listening to this podcast on iTunes. I will just say you're listening on the podcast app. But if you're on an iPhone, you have to go to the actual iTunes app to leave the review, but leave a review, you get a free shirt. Whether you're based out of here in Atlanta, you can come to my show and pick it up, or I'll see you around at other shows. Or if you're out in the New Yorks, or the LAs, wherever else you're listening from, I know you're out there, go ahead and hit me up on social media, at Joel Byers Comedy, and I'll ship it out to you your way. So thank you so much for supporting this podcast. We made it through another day, and all there is left to say is I'll see you next Monday, right here on Hot Breath. Oh.